Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Club, where we're keeping it surreal and talking about all things odd, mysterious, and paranormal. This is show 006. Tonight, I welcome back my sister from another mister, Christine Blue. We're going to talk about some of our paranormal investigations as Show Me Ghost West, haunted antiques, EVPs that'll raise your goosebumps, and all kinds of other weird shit. It's candid with plenty of colorful euphemisms and adult language, so be advised. Before we go too deep, remember to visit my Patreon account and become a member so I can keep bringing you fun and freaky shows with colorful guests and amazing stories. It's full of fun little goodies that'll make you go, hmm. Patreon.com forward slash The Rabbit Hole Club. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find all of that on my new website, therabbithole.club. Be sure to like and follow while you're there watching creepy and cool stuff. If you or someone you know would like to share a scare, personal experience, or anything else odd and unusual, you can call my hotline at 816-514-5084. Leave a message there or send an email to submit at therabbithole.club. I'll be happy to do an interview, play your message on the air, or read your experience to my listeners. And now, on to the show. All right, the next thing we're going to talk about is a subject that is near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is our paranormal group that we started back in like 2007 or 2008, mm-hmm. and it's called Show Me Ghost West. Mm-hmm. Now, we haven't had an opportunity to do any kind of an investigation for a while because we've been busy with uh what life life and you know we had an investigation that blew all of our equipment at one time yep and when that happened (laughs) we kind of lost our momentum momentum because we didn't have money coming in for this type of stuff we had piece together what we had anyway and kind of gone out on a limb and purchased some of this stuff and we'd had it long enough that it was not under warranty or anything but I mean I'm talking multiple cameras multiple DVRs multiple DVRs um yep boy that the night shot cameras were the killer that was the thing that just really did us and then I got burglarized and they stole the rest of my equipment yeah so we really haven't gotten a whole lot back into it no we've done um a couple little things that we can do with just smaller cameras and the DVRs we had left or right ones that we went and got new DVRs for um and since we've gotten um a flare uh two flares oh I didn't realize there were two yeah um, that we've played with a couple of times. Yep. Yep. Um, but really, I think what happened was the paranormal world got very big for a while, and the shows on television um, became very popular. Right. And everybody was ghost hunting. Yep. They still are investigating, and they still are. They still are. But when we started out in this as kids, and then through our twenties and our thirties. Um, that was not a real popular thing. No, I'm and when, even when in in two thousand and six or seven, I think it was, um, we decided to do it. It was probably to get back into it full force. It was probably because of one of these shows had piqued our interest again. Well, not and only we were like, hey, we've already done this stuff. Right, we can do this too. 
let's see locally what we can get going on. And that's when we formed our group. And Well, for me, it wasn't just a matter of peaking. It was also a matter of pissed. Because that. I hate, you know, yeah. I've spent a lot of time in film and TV and theater. Mm-hmm. I know when something's produced, yes. even when other people don't. When they say, oh yeah, it's just the two of us in this house overnight, and there's a third camera angle, I have a tendency to question the validity of that particular show. And then everything, show. yes. And then everything yeah. else, right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... For me, it was also, oh my God, you guys are so ridiculous. Let's show them what's real. Yeah. And we did. And we did. We And we were very blessed to right off the bat get a lot of people interested in letting us go in and investigate their places um, for free. Whereas right. now, you can't, everybody wants to charge you to come in and do an investigation with 20 or 50 people. Right. There, it's like it's a joke. You can't get right. that done. Right. Um. Well, not only that, but a a large percentage of the paranormal investigative groups that are out there want to charge money to come and investigate your stuff. That was something that we never did. Mm -hmm. It was something, and and I still feel kind of strongly about this. I don't really think I want to charge for somebody for that. Yeah. Because it's just not the right thing to do. They need help. Right. So that's what we were about. Right. And that's helping the people or helping the ghosts, whichever we could be most beneficial. Right. Because what? Ghosts, ghosts are, are not pets. pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, that leads us to our very first paranormal investigation as a group. Yeah. It was you and me and your husband. Yes. And we went, <laughs> this is such a crazy story. Uh, her husband happens to know a lot of people in there in where they live. They live in a small town in Missouri, and uh, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody, and the <laughs> he got a phone call from the police department. Yes, uh, about a family who had been chased out of their trailer in the middle of the night. And showed up at the police department yes. needing help. And the cops didn't know what to do with them. So they called us. Yes. Now, we went to this trailer, the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman who owned it showed up long enough to let us in, refused to go into the house, yes. and left. And her husband refused to come to the trailer at, at all. all. Yes. It wasn't a very nice trailer, but it was livable on the inside. The yeah. outside was kind of crappy looking. Yeah. The inside was nice. The inside was nice, but it was empty. Yes. They had emptied everything out of there. Uh, they had appliances still there that there were built in. There was a few in. things in one of the kids' room, I think. Just scattered little toys. M- maybe, but not yeah. much. There, room, yeah. By and large, there it was, was empty. empty. And so we set up and we did an investigation there and we had some funky feelings. Yeah. We had some things that we saw out of the corner of our eye. Yeah. Uh, we had <clears throat> some thumping going on. Lots of thumping. In the other end of the trailer from us. Mm-hmm. But by and large, the biggest thing we took away from that investigation and we didn't know it until we were already gone and going over all the audio and video was we got some of the most incredibly amazing and scary sounding EVPs. Yes, we did. 
you know we didn't know it at the time right I think there was one groan that we might have heard while we were there yes and it came from the kitchen yes but then as we were back home doing our review review of everything Mm -hmm. that's when they all started showing up right really loud moans and groans and taps on the microphone yeah taps on the microphone and whistling we didn't hear that stuff when we were in there no there was one point in the investigation where i was really frustrated with my camera it was shutting down and Mm -hmm. acting crazy and so i was changing the battery in it and the battery wouldn't give itself up and so i said double motherfucker as I'm fucking with this thing, and there's this whistle, like it's really loud. It's yeah, like, really Ooh, loud. girl, such a mouth. <laughs> yes, there's a cuckoo clock. Yes, tick tock, cuckoo, and you. There was no cuckoo clock in that house. There was no cuckoo. There were no clocks in that house. Oh, you're right. Trailer. Trailer. The next one we did that really stands out in my mind was Granny's Attic. Yes, Granny's Attic was a good investigation. Yes, it was. We went out there twice. Yes, we did. But the first time we went out to investigate, the second time we went out to cleanse it. Yes, we did. And she ended up losing that building shortly after that and moving her stuff over to her house. Yes. So that was a really crazy place. That It was a a, a small two-story house with a basement. The basement had mostly storage kind of stuff, construction stuff. Uh, The first floor and the second floor were so packed with antiques. antiques that we were afraid we were going to knock things over with our equipment it was insane you couldn't hardly walk through the middle of it because it was so packed Mm -hmm. well having that many antiques in one place you would expect there to be some vibes with something and the owner of the shop i mean that's why she called us ultimately got a hold of us is because she had so many things going on right and uh, you know our motto at that point was you're not crazy. Right. Let us come and help you. Right. Which and we did. We did. Um, she was very receptive to our investigation. She was uh, very clear about what she had experienced there. Yep. Um, I'm not sure that we actually captured what she experienced. I don't think so. Um, but we did capture <laughs> some very good EVPs there. Yes. And one of them included her. She was. She was. She was she just was in attendance. <clears throat> she was attacked. 
She was, but she was in attendance during this investigation for a little while. Yep. She well, that's when after she got attacked, we made her leave. Yes, I think it was we were wanting to just sit down and have a conversation with her and get yes. her recorded. But it was in the dark. It was on IR, uh-huh. and she decided that she was going to have a seat on this Chase Lounge. Yes. Uh, antique, beautiful antique oh, chase lounge. gorgeous, yes. yes. And as soon as she sat down, she said, Ow, ooh, what is that? And my brother said to her, Are you okay? And she said, I don't know, that hurts. And we realized that she had three very deep scratch marks down her back hip. Down her back hip, yes. And it happened as soon as she sat down on that chase lounger. Yes. And so in reviewing the video footage from that moment, there is a very distinctive female voice, an older female voice. As she sits down on this chase lounge, you hear this older female voice say, get off my bed. (laughs) Yes, she did. Yeah, it sounded like it was in here. You okay? Yeah, it sounded like it was in here. You okay? Yeah, it sounded like it was in here. You okay? And yes, she did. And yes, she did. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fun investigation. It really was. Of course, I like antiques, so it was a fun place for me, just period. It was. And like you said, it was packed full of really nice antiques. Well, that was the same place that you and Bobby both got rushed by that weird light up in your face. We did. And that was coming up the stairway. For Bobby, he was in that hole. He was crawling down that hole. Oh, that's right. And that right. face came right up into that's his face. right. <clears throat> there was this crawl space. And, of course, my husband, <laughs> he likes to get into those little spaces and see what's back there and in there and whatnot. And, yeah, something did rush right at him. Uh, and I think we have that on tape, too. We do have that on tape. Yeah. Yep. Has, it's a butt shot. Yeah. <laughs> Point seven, point eight, one point six, point eight, point eight. Well, you don't like it? Oh, Oh, I just saw a face. And then there, and then what? An hour later, you were downstairs on the main level. Yeah. Uh, We're all in the living room doing an EVP section session, and she decides to get up and walk into the other room and just do some filming. And as she rounded the corner to go into the other room, the same thing happened to you. Yes. I, like she said, it felt like I got rushed by something. Yep. And didn't stick around. Just It just rushed right to me. And then gone. And then passed me. Because that's greens. Um, I s- whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? I just saw something like right up in my face. On the camera or right no, up in your face? No, in my face. <laughs> With your naked eye. Walk over there. Right there. Right there. No, you guys just don't, don't oh, crowd. Don't I'm not crowd. trying to crowd. I'm trying to get up so I can get up. I don't know. My camera just went dead. What was that? Was that Ooh. a snap? Was that a Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there's something there, guys. So wild. It was a good place. It was a good place. Okay, and then we have that other one. Oh my God, the House of Doors. The House of Doors. That there was an so interesting place. That was, was really cool. An old 
farmhouse, two-story farmhouse. Um, Huge. Out in Bates County, Missouri. It was a big place. Yep. We were contacted by the owner's son. And his he said his father had just passed away. And that they were getting ready to move into the farmhouse. Um, and they wanted to know if dad was there, basically. They had a feeling or something. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail about that but that's why we went out there to investigate we did go ahead and allow another group to come in was it two or three people I think it was three people um, to, so that they could experience um, a paranormal investigation like we did it because they had done it their own way and they wanted to see how we did it and so and it was their property so of course sometimes you have to do that it's not always the best thing. Um, if you can get two sessions, you know, in something like that, one where they're there and one where they're not, that's probably helpful. the best way. Yep. Um, but we were able to end up, it was kind of difficult, everybody trying to figure out their place and whatnot and doing their own thing. But once we got later into the night and everybody kind of calmed down. Acclimated. Acclimated to the situation. And we were all downstairs in one room. We were all together. And we just decided we were going to do an EVP session. Mm -hmm. And so I think you started. And I am not one to talk about too much about how psychic I am or not psychic I am. I, it's just personal to me um usually that stuff happens to you yeah, you're the that's one my deal you're the one that's usually but for whatever reason <clears throat> that night this entity decided to go through me yeah to let this man know that his father was there and it happens strangely because i'm not used to this but as i'm sitting there listening to colleen do an evp session I started getting images flashing in my mind of like a ticker tape running across the screen and it had numbers on it and I just let it happen for three or four or five minutes and you're doing the EVP session and then I just finally I just said I have to stop you this is what's happening to me I'm getting visions in my head and I don't know what this means. Does it mean anything to any of you people? And I said, it's like a ticker tape with numbers on it. One, two, three, break, four, five, six, break. One, two, three, break, four, five, six, break. And the man who had hired us to come out there, or had us come invited out there, us invited out there. us mm -hmm. to come out there, um, he just got this astounded look on his face and he said, that is the beginning of a blessing that my dad would do before family function meals. And he said it. And at this point in time, I don't remember what it was. But it was something, one, two, three, we're going to eat a pea or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something this man did all of the time. And I said, well, I would say he's here. Here. And he's telling you he's here. And this is the way he could get through. Yep. For me, it was um, exciting because, like I said, that that's not usually my thing. My, that's not your MO. I do pictures and EVPs and 
things like that. Right. Um, so that was fun for me. That was a cool investigation. That was a cool place. Oh, I'd love to live there. We called it the House of Doors because it had so so many many doors. doors. There were so many There were doors doors that went to nowhere. Yep. Yeah, it was almost a Sarah Sarah Winchester. Really? Winchester. On a small scale. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had two front doors. That should have told us right away. And you walk into two front doors into a main room that had six doors coming off of it. Right. And these are beautiful old country doors. They're right. skinny and they're tall and they're ornate. With the cool handles with on the them. Neat handles yep. and yep. Yep. that's yep. why we called it the house of doors. So okay. <clears throat> I think probably the last investigation that we really had a chance to do as a group with all of us, which included all of us, all of us. right, was the night out at the that 1800s barn that civil war barn that was insane yes that was in johnstown missouri johnstown okay and they've actually done uh like tv shows out there on the haunts of johnstown um most scariest places sometime back in the 90s or Maybe early 2000s. I'm going to say early 2000s. They did, while the home was still there. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the house wasn't there. Because they said it was one of the most haunted places in America. And it just happened to be close to us. So we decided we're going to go and see if we can check it out. Um, My husband, like you said, knowing a lot of people, uh, knew the guy that owned it. And he actually was a paranormal enthusiast also. Right. And had done his own investigations out there and said, you have a group? Well, why didn't you come out and just camp? And just... we did. And so oh, we, we did. tried. <laughs> we did. It was strange weather that night. Um, strange goings-ons out there. <laughs> well, they have a, there's a mass grave there from the Civil War. They used yes. to have um, in the barn, and the barn is incredible. It's a two-story barn, and it's just like you would envision an 1800s barn to be. It was huge. And they used to have trials in the top of that barn during the Civil War. They did. And they would convict people and hang them right there. Right there in, in front of the barn. Yes, they did. And then they had a mass grave there as well. Yes, they did. And we actually did grave dowsing there and did find a lot of buried bodies which there. is where people had already said they were so it was very easy <laughs> right 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 so this place was also reported to have some kind of a cryptid yes that was in that barn and scared the hell out of many people on many occasions yes although we never saw it no we did not we never even i mean we saw some orioles <laughs> <laughs> yes i got flogged in the face <laughs> by in the dark of, in the dark by a nest of orioles <laughs> by a nest of orioles i don't know who was more surprised you or them <laughs> definitely me definitely me <laughs> but the upstairs part of this barn was covered i mean you couldn't take a step without crushing many 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 humongous owl pellets oh it was covered the those bed. owl pellets yeah. were so huge that i thought it was cougar poop yeah okay it was huge it was and there the, were some the big owls in there. whole floor was absolutely covered well 
<clears throat> while we were doing this investigation, the weather went funky. Yes, it did. And that was the worst thunderstorm. <laughs> oh, my God. First, we tried to take us and all of our equipment into the tents to stay dry. Yes, that did not work. That did not work. So then we covered the equipment and made a mad dash for the barn. Half our team left. They were like, we're, we're done. Out. This is done. Yep. So it just ended up being four of us. Yep. And we made a mad dash for the barn. We did. Uh, got our equipment in there. And about the time we got our noses inside that door, that thunderstorm hit hard. It did. And we got to stand upstairs during this thunderstorm wondering if we were ever going to be able to get out of there because it was, and if we were going to get blown away by a tornado. That was the concern that was also a concern of all the lightning going on and we were in a very old barn. <laughs> yep. And the only place that we could really be was on the top floor. Yeah. The bottom floor was full of all kinds of stuff. Yes. So, yeah, that was an interesting time, but... We stayed out there till 3 o'clock in the morning, hoping yes. it would pass. It finally slowed up enough um, to where we were able to pack up and get home. We left the tents there. Bobby we went out and got them later. Yeah. Talking to the man that owns the property the very next day, of course, he was interested in what we had captured, and we were like, well, you know, it was a beautiful evening. Right. But as soon as it started to get dark, that nasty storm rolled in, and he said, what nasty storm? And He didn't live very far from no, there. No, I would say it's probably 12 miles, you know. But they got nothing where and he we was got living. Hammered. We got hammered. Yes, we did. And he was looking at us almost like he didn't believe us, you know. But then it was like, look around. There was damage, tree oh, damage. Oh, yeah. And water and the... the the pond was overflowing and we had gotten it hard yes and so we got nothing out of it except a good time i guess um a good story yeah about johnstown and we have an open invite to go out there anytime we want i'd love to go back just but to every see. single one of us at the time was like you know <laughs> it kind of fried all of our stuff yes it did. It fried all of our we stuff. We didn't know how much it had fried stuff until we started to go review through our to stuff. review our stuff. Mm -hmm. And then everything started breaking down. Yep. And yep. I know nothing got, none of our equipment got wet. I know that we took great pains to make sure. No, it didn't get nothing wet. Nothing got wet. So it wasn't because of the, any, any moisture or anything that happened. Um, I think that it probably had a lot of energy out there and with the thunderstorm going on right the energy was enhanced um probably didn't like what we were doing um and fried our equipment and fried out our equipment as we were reviewing yeah. as we were reviewing yeah it didn't we, even happen we that were just night dropping it was just dropping out it was yep. everything was just dropping out you know two cameras two voice GVRs. recorders yep my still camera made Your it through. Still my still camera fried. Or no, mine made it through. Bobby's fried. It was just one crash after another. Right. Two days later, as we're trying to review whatever it is. Was so we there. got nothing. So when he said come back, we were like, well, it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, because we don't have any <laughs> equipment left. Got dowsing rods. We got dowsing rods. And then they got stolen. And then they got stolen. <laughs> 
That's my show for this week. Special thanks to my amazing family for getting this project off the ground and indulging me down this crazy rabbit hole. Next week, I'll sit down again with my sister Christine Blue to talk about some crazy stuff we've experienced together, which includes the Ghost of Dwarf Road, more crazy EVPs, and a possible cryptid growling at us in Bates County, Missouri. Don't miss it. Thanks for listening and keep it surreal.